Hello, and welcome back, guys, gals, and non-binary pals to another wonderful episode of Those Damn Kids. I am your GM, Tyson Fraley, and I am happy to welcome the man of mayhem himself, Adam Honigman. Quirky introduction. I'm not going to say what it is, I'm just filling in the blanks, and you can fill in your own quirky introduction in there. The damsel in no distress, Grayson Roach. Hey, glad to be here. Missing Montreal, but, um, yeah, not enough to come back. The Marquis himself, Alex Cruz. Yellow, hello, folks. Welcome back. Welcome back. Glad to hear you. I'm not hearing you, but you're hearing me. Glad to have you hearing me. That's what I'm going with. (laughs) And last but certainly not least, the oink mistress herself, Liz Nivine. What the fuck kind of introduction was that? Oh my god. Thanks, yeah. Great to be here, folks. Boy. Well, without further ado, let's jump right into the action by starting off with a brief recap. Last time on Those Damn Kids, the crew was invited to a birthday party. Uh, Upon arrival, they all met, uh, were introduced because of a vengeful... Uh, Cake Rat, by the name of Rudy, that is owned by Kit. Uh, We were introduced to uh, all four different characters, Jennifer, Kit, Baxter, and Olivier, as the four of them decided to head off uh, to chase after the Cake Rat, along with the assistance of one of Jennifer's friends, Jess. While out in the forest looking for Rudy, they discovered a strange swath of cloth that had been scratched and left behind. They continued forward, discovering a large house in the middle of the forest. This was owned by a friend of Kit's, Wendell Fitzgerald, the custodian of Kate Feldstein Secondary School. The crew then heard uh, some sort of cry or sound into the forest, uh, where they eventually discovered a scientist-looking individual uh, grappling with Wendell, who then threw him through a what looked to be some sort of hole in the universe itself. They attempted to save Wendell before they themselves were shot with trank guns and dragged inside of their assailants, including Carol Williams, Jennifer's mother. However, as they arrived inside, they found themselves inside of this very strange alien place, but... Carol Williams dragged over Jennifer to a nearby phone, called home, and discovered a different Jennifer to answer the phone. After this brief revelation, a red-headed scientist informed Carol that Jennifer and the kids weren't real at all. And that is where we left off. So, we are going to start off this episode by returning to some old, familiar homes. To begin, we find a small, quaint house located right at the border point of Golden Acre and of Washington Quarter. Which point, uh, Baxter, as you're kind of beginning to get yourself out of bed for your first day of sophomore year, you hear at the door just this banging. As you hear from the other side, uh, your mother, Delilah, she's like, Sweetheart, come on. We just, we got to get you out of bed, sweetie. Come on. Come on, we're we're running late. No, no, no. I'm running on time. You're the one. You're the one who hasn't adapted to my schedule. 
Oh, always so, always so interesting with your points, your points, Baxter. Okay, okay, just get out here. You got 10 minutes. And don't forget to eat your breakfast. I've got it on the table for you. Your mother works hard. She always tries to coax me out with the breakfast. Waffles. Throw off the blanket a little bit. Pick up a, a shirt off the ground. Give it, give it a bit of a, give it the smell check. It's, uh, it's not it's presentable. Throw it on. It's got a nice uh, little skull in it. Maybe a few holes that, uh, you know, may, may, you know, look like maybe there was a blade taken to them to try and make them look uh, weather worn. But uh, it's pretty apparent, was, you know, may, maybe they're 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 bought new at the local TJ Maxx. Um, and uh, Baxter rolls out of bed and uh, heads downstairs, grabbing his bag along the way that doesn't really have any discernible academic material in it. Some loose papers, maybe a textbook that's kind of non-specific to class. It's just a textbook to have on hand. You open the door. As you're heading down the steps, you can immediately hear from the dining room. Look, look, I'll give him a ride, all right? I'll give him a ride. It's fine. Uh, it's, it's good you're looking after your brother, but c come on, guys. We got to work together if we're going to work together on this, you know? So, look, you take him to school. It's like I already, I already know Henry. I already know. It's like okay, um, all right, all right. As you can see, your dad kind of at the bottom of the steps. Uh, Henry, you can see he's uh, walking around like he's standing up. Uh, was it cane in hand, kind of leaning off to to one side. You can see that your mom is uh, what is it at, at the essentially the kitchenette seems to be whipping something up as she just kind of looks back to your to your dad where you can see sitting at the dinner table is your older brother Riley but you can see your dad as he's he seems to be a little bit more dressed up than usual uh he is definitely wearing his uh like his work clothes but this is also the first day that he's heading back to the plant he kind of looks over towards you this hey hey Baxi how's it going hey pops How'd you sleep? Would have been better if I didn't have someone screeching in my ear. Look, this is just the volume that I talk. So, uh, all right, I'm here. Great. We're in such a big rush now. Probably just kind of looks up towards you, kind of points over, and you can see that there's what appear to be uh, two eggs and a, a few strips of bacon. But you see as uh, your dad and uh, your mom kind of turn away for a second, you just see Riley just kind of extra shit and just tosses you a few bits of extra pieces of bacon as your dad just says okay everybody so hey it's gonna be big day for everybody you know first day first day of uh new year at high school you know things uh things are shaping up things are shaping up this is this is what we like to see this is the you know the mindset you gotta your boys gotta remember to keep the eyes looking forward isn't that what I always tell you? To keep yourselves looking forward. It's always about the next step. Next step. So, all right. And you can just see your, your father is panicking from clearly just like some sort of strange hyper action, whether it be like the coffee or the fact that he's going back to work. As your mother's just like, Hun Henry, sweetie, just, just calm down. Just calm down. Just go to the car. I'll take care of the rest of it. Have a wonderful day, honey. Um, all right, all right, so, um, you too, keep out of trouble, 
and uh you know eyes mind forward forward march all right got it looking for all right yep eyes on the road as your father walks out the front door you can just you just see your brother just kind of look towards you <sighs> eyes always forward why'd we get stuck with this there are worse things just begins to shovel the last of the eggs uh all right i think we're good to go mom is your mother's like wait did did both of you eat just kind of looks towards you uh i pushed the food for the dog on the floor except we don't own a dog so i just kind of toss it kind of underneath the table and i shove the, uh, the remaining bacon in my mouth yeah all good Oh my goodness, you're both just getting so, so big here. You're, eat, you're eating so much. You're eating me out of house and home here. All right, give give your mother, give your mother a kiss. Come here, come here. Riley just kisses her on the cheek, just, bye mom. And just kind of like waving you towards him. Bit like, like a half cheek kiss, half air kiss is what's thrown at her way. Uh, and then I kind of run out to follow Riley. Throw, thrown on my own little windbreaker, my own little dark windbreaker. Uh, as we head out the door. Don't rush yourselves. Drive safe. We'll go under the miles per hour. Which point, as you guys kind of step outside, you hop into the Firebird. And as Riley's hopping in, he just kind of looks to you. (sighs) All right, you ready? Yeah, let's do it. I kind of make an effort to kind of go in through the window. And it's pretty clear I don't know the technique and or I'm too short to do so. And then kind of stumble out and open the door and slide into the passenger seat. Which point Riley just kind of like watches you through through the doors. Hey, what? Watch your watch your fucking. Okay, Jesus. Are we going to school or are we going to school today? Okay, look. Usually, first day of school. Who fucking cares? But look, after what happened for end of junior year last year for the grad prank, I'm a little bit on. Uh, shall we say, in hot water with. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Baldwin. Uh, so maybe I don't want to piss him off too much today. Who are you? What have you done, my big brother? Oh, don't worry. I'm just... Think of it like budgeting. At which point he uh, puts the car into reverse. And as he's backing out, he lets go of the steering wheel. Think of it as saving on to all the mischievous shit I'm going to do throughout this year. And then just think about saving it all just day by day as you guys get into the street and he just one hand quick turns you guys back and just think of the mayhem we will reign on that man come graduation it's think of it as a a gift in waiting god you you, you could sell me sell me a timeshare even if i lived in florida while riley smiles over to you and looks towards the street ahead i would like you to make a a mind comprehend check we're gonna we're gonna count mind comprehend checks as the perception checks of this world oh okay uh not my strongest suit i can tell you that up front oh i have rolled um no successes in that bundle okay you guys immediately immediately just shoot off as riley just goes heavy on the gas ripping through uh this regular suburban street here at the edge of uh gold acre and um and the wash uh 
as you guys are heading towards school, in which case we swing to the entire opposite side of Freeman. Jennifer, what are you up to this morning? I guess it just occurred to me, no one really needs to wake her up. She has an alarm and wakes up on her own and uh, takes a shower and spends a while doing her makeup and hair. Head downstairs to an empty house, very familiar to you, as your dad has gone on some trip or other. At this point, you start to lose track of where exactly he is, but your mother usually having to get up earlier than you and to go and work at the loop. You head downstairs. Uh, you begin to make yourself some breakfast. Anything that you do for your morning routine? Uh, just a question. Do I have practice this morning before school? You do not. Uh, so this is luxurious. Well, last year I always had to be getting up super early all the time uh, to go to cheer practice before school. But since it's the first day, I can just take a leisurely morning because I get up pretty early. It's kind of my habit. Um, to arrange my first day stationery. It all matches. And it's brand name. Uh, as you're kind of organizing your stuff, you, uh, as you're kind of moving, you do hear kind of, kind of between like what, whatever your breakfast would be like. So yeah, avocado toast, I guess. It's this experimental new food that, um, she's heard really good things about from, uh, her cheermates over the summer. You know, maybe some leftover ambrosia from last night, since we're just whatever, right? It's the 50s now, too, sure. Uh, so while you are... <laughs> while you're crunching away at your avocado toast uh, and getting your stationery set up, you hear what sounds like a... Where is it coming from? Uh, it seems to be coming from behind you, closer to the living room and the front door. what's going on maybe mom left the door open this morning or something make a mind comprehend check i got i got three fives and no sixes <laughs> uh no successes as you head forward towards the garage you hear what sounds to your left like a ding 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 hello is there like a squirrel in here follow the noise you look ducking into the garage you look around nothing i like just flip the light on to make sure light flicks on Ugh, it's probably like a mouse or something gross light off back to breakfast at which point as you're turning you hear a <laughs> as you look over and you can see a familiar small figure of what looks to be a two-legged mechanical robot-esque thing with this one large eye kind of standing on the essentially on the main desk do i know this robot you do know this robot flashlight <laughs> i need to get to school soon so go to go to go to sleep 
as it it, it it begins to go across the desk before it stops and then just and turns off. Oh. I'm gonna walk over to a flashlight. And... How, how big now? How big is this? Flashlight is about probably the size of maybe like the two of your fists. Oh, it's probably, yeah, like two fists tall, two fists wide, so like maybe three quarters of a foot. Oh, that's so small. <laughs> that's adorable. I'm actually, how does mom feel about flashlight being out of the garage? <laughs> Based on what you've seen, uh, you- you've seen your mother like occasionally call flashlight uh, like to her, but for the most part, flashlight is, it's just a flashlight, at least to her opinion. It's a robot, but it's more just like a fancy tool. Flashlight, come here. It kind of stands up. I'm gonna like hold up my hands. It leaps into your hands before leaping up on your shoulder as it gently clamps down, kind of holding itself in place. I'm gonna keep flashlight with me like some valley girl parrot as I go back to my breakfast and we'll I'll let flashlight hang out until I have to leave and then uh, send it back to the garage to charge or whatever okay you head back to organizing your stationery as you sit down and, and go back to eating your toast and working on the stationery you see the light <laughs> turns on good flashlight and at which point you finish up your organization, eat your breakfast, return flashlight back to the garage, and head off to school. On my bicycle. Sophomore year, woo! As we break away from the bicycle, as we see Jennifer pedaling down the street, as we kind of look up, kind of like a, a rising shot from the neighborhood into the sky... We instead tilt backwards up to the blue sky and suddenly darkness, void. As Kit, your bed feels bigger than you're used to. There is, your covers feel itchy, scratchy, and it's pretty dark. You take a look around your room and there's only like very faint light shining coming from both outside your window, kind of illuminating your room slightly, but also from the underside of your door. I want to look at the clock and see what time it is. Uh, you look at the clock, uh, and it appears to be about about 3 o'clock in the morning. 3 in the morning? And the light's on? Oh, yeah. But it's a flickering light. It's very strange. I look around for uh, Rudy, my pet rat. Uh, he usually sleeps up on the pillow with me. Uh, you look. Rudy's not there. Rudy? The cage okay. isn't there either. The shelves, the pictures on the wall, crayon. Your room, definitely, but the bed is smaller. Mm, I know I have to. I get out of the bed and I make my way towards the uh, door and I'm going to open the door to my bedroom. You open the door as it creaks open. As you look downstairs, 
kind of at the top of the stairs, you can see, as it hooks to the right, you can hear two voices. You travel down the steps to kind of this hidden outcropping before it looks into the living room and dining room. As you kind of look out, you can see two forms. The one on the right is amorphous, but there's a warmth. Blankets. You have a hard time seeing because of your height. You're not able to see much higher than the doorknob as it's mumbles. As you can hear, can't do this. What? Why? As the second figure stands encased in shadow, soft orange and blue light, almost like will-o'-the-wisps enshrouding glimpses of skin coat a hidden face under a hat sorry maggie it's nothing personal before looking into your direction good night kitty cat dad dad don't go before darkness swallows him before you wake up by the way kit what does your bedroom look like She's got a tiny little room. It seems to be covered just in whatever books she could find. Many of them likely from the library. Many of them likely have been here longer than they've been at the library. Um, and her room's... It's, it's not terrible. It's definitely messy. Um, and of course in her room we have some sprinkled what seems to be um, rat toys. And as you wake up you feel the world around you familiar once again you see the books you see the bookshelves you see the familiar uh bed dressings but one thing is missing rudy he isn't in the bed beside you okay um this happens sometimes if he gets hungry so i'm just gonna sort of stumble out of bed rubbing my eyes a little bit half eyes my eyes are half open and i'm looking around for him um rudy and i grab a little um bag of his food and i start shaking it rudy come on rudes we don't have time for this today's the first day of school we gotta go come on and i'm shaking the bag as you're shaking the bag you go across your room there's no movement. You head into the hallway and kind of shaking around. Nothing. It's not until you get to the base of the steps that you see him. You see, the base of the steps looks both into the dining room and living room. On the sofa, you can see Rudy is curled up, still seemingly asleep, on the belly of your mother who is lying still in her nurse's outfit, just conked out as he's just lying there, just, just quiet little thing. Okay. Um, I take the bag and I put it down very gingerly. I don't think mom's going to like Rudy falling asleep on her uh, tummy. Um, as quietly as I can, I creep over to the sofa, meaning not to wake my mom, but especially not to wake Rudy, 
and I'm going to try to just grab him. Just, just a quick little grab. Okay, make a body sneak roll. We've got two successes. Two successes, very nice. You tiptoe as you reach one hand out, pull Rudy so quickly into your arms that he doesn't even wake up. Well, I walk back to my room because I need to start getting ready. And I say to him, at least one of us got a good sleep. And I just pet him and I put him back onto my pillow. Okay. Which point he kind of slowly, groggily wakes up. As he kind of strains out, he just goes up to your to your shoulder. As he kind of nibbles away at the feed. Uh, you gather up your stuff for the day. Uh, and begin heading down as as you've collected everything that you're going to need uh, you do spot something on the dining room table uh, you can see what looks to be a little note looking at it you can see that uh, very fine handwriting that you immediately recognize as your mother as it just reads Kit, wake me up before you leave for your first day love mom um over at her she literally slept through a rat crawling up onto her stomach i don't think i'm gonna wake her up before school but i think i'm gonna see if i don't have time to uh put some toast down and uh yeah i'm gonna leave her a note back just saying hey mom sorry i didn't have time to say hi but uh love you and sign it with a k and i run out to school okay as you're as you're writing uh something that you spot that you've seen before especially like this is not something super uncommon that your mother leaves you notes for whether she's working night shifts or for whatever reason at all but you can see that there's a few times where she had been trying to probably like strike the pen going like kind of like double check that the pen is actually working but it's, it always just seems a little strange to you that instead of just straight lines, they come out as like almost like scriggles. As you write out the rest of the note, uh, you set it there, you get the toast ready, and the rest of the day is yours. How are you getting to school? I'm just going to go. I, uh, I have a little skateboard. I'm just going to skate on down. And as you head to school, uh, we cut over to our last uh, kid adventurer, as it were, Olivier. What are you up to on the morning of your first day of school? He's just, he's just, you know, combing his hair, uh, making sure he's all good. He gives, he, he's like humming, uh, he's humming the tune of Rum Tum Tugger uh, because Cats is his favorite musical. Don't at me, comment section. Uh, there's no comment section, it's a podcast, get fucked. Uh, <laughs> and, and my, one of my favorites. But otherwise, gives himself a look, little couple looks, make sure his make sure his side his uh, sideburns are good. Uh, it's like pretty early. He has an er, he has a morning routine. He's just finished applying like moisturizer uh, to make sure that his skin is just glowing for the rest of the day. And I think he does some like affirmations before affirmations were actually a thing. He kind of goes like, "Okay, you are worthwhile. You are incredible. You can be anything you want to be." You're going to knock it out of the park today. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Just kind of like hypes himself up. Okay. At which point, as you're kind of 
hyping yourself up and, and, and getting ready, you hear a ding, 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 ding. Honey, are you okay? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, mom. I'm, I'm fine. I'm good. Uh, kind of. I, I'm already dressed and ready to go. He's wearing like, uh, I guess I'll go with my like outfit today. Uh, he's wearing like a t-shirt with suspenders and some chinos uh, in a in a vi- only only primary colors, only primary colors today, uh, and just opens the door. Ta-da! As you as you can see, your mother just kind of standing there. She's uh, she's just essentially wearing her uh, business getup. Uh, as your mom, Barbara, is seems to be wearing like a uh, pencil skirt, like a blue blazer, uh, hair kind of done up in like a bun pony, like a bun in the back of her head. As she's just standing there, just like, so are you ready for your first day, sweetie? I mean, I, I hope so. Uh, what do you, what do you think? Is this too much? Oh, you no 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 no! Of course you look you look darling, honey. Okay, I I, I was like you know primary colors. Uh, for primary first day of school, it's thematic, right? Like people get that, right? Uh, possibly. Uh, I, I'm not one to ask about that sort of thing. I'm I'm afraid I don't know. <laughs> but uh, but but you look but you look darling, you look you look wonderful, honey. Um, was it? Would you mind going in and checking on your sister? I've I've got the last minute of breakfast made up. I'm just I'm just racing to get uh, lunches made up. No, yeah. I get it. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, I'll check on Renee. It's all good. Okay, thank you, sweetie. And she just kisses you on the top of the head. All right, be good. Uh, and then she just scurries down the steps. I, like, watch her go down, and I kind of, like, I do, like, a shrug and a smile. Uh, and, but I put on a very malicious face as I go, as I tiptoe towards Renee's door. From from Renee's door, you can uh, hear what sounds like music playing. You can You can hear what sounds to be to your cultured ears what just sounds like just a bunch of just banging and crashing as it's probably some one of her like like rock or death metal albums that she's been bragging about recently is that duran duran good (laughs) (laughs) oh yes duran duran hey i'm trying to be good to the 80s all right So in a in a strange metal <laughs> album of Duran Duran, you approach the door. <laughs> yeah, I think I kind of listen for a little bit. Do all I hear is the all I hear is the music. Uh-huh. All right, that's pretty early. Uh, I I we this is our kind of fan. I just open the door. <laughs> I straight up just. <laughs> you put you push open the door and you can see that your sister is uh, set up in front of her vanity. Uh, her hair's tied back. You can see she's she's already has her her makeup done, uh, but she seems to be just in like a like a sweater and a pair of jeans. Just kind of got her feet up and seems to be painting her toenails. As you can see that she kind of looks over towards you uh, in a very average everyday bedroom. You can see uh, the boombox is set up off the uh the side corner you can see she's got her desk uh regard like aside from the music the place doesn't look like uh like there's no metallica posters or anything like that very very much pastel colors uh there's uh occasional tinges of autumnal kind of spread around the room i've been like i opened the door in a flash and a very like flashy movement i've been posing this whole time waiting for her to say something about my outfit as you 
as she turns towards you, kind of uh, toenails done up, she kind of looks, well, you know, if we're going to say nothing about today, you're definitely going to make an impression. That's what I was hoping for. I go up and I look at her toenails like, mm, nice color. Thanks. Uh, I, w- I wasn't feeling the red. It, uh, what is it? It's the, as she kind of shows you this like deep purple, you can see that there's this flecks of almost silver in it that seem to reflect off of the light. Just got to get, got to get better at this. Haven't done it in a while, but kind of screws it on. So you excited for your first day? I think so. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's going to be, it's going to be good. You know, right? Like it's just like here, fresh, fresh, everything. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it, I, I think it kind of like cracks a little bit in front of her and it's like, I don't know. I, the primary colors might be me compensating. Well, do you like what you're wearing? I love, I love what I'm wearing. I just want, I wish this reflected me inside, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know what you mean. It's just like, I want, I, you know, I, I want to make a good impression, but also like, like Dr. Ruth has said, who cares? what impression as long as you're being yourself but also like i really want to make a good impression and i'm just like it's just a lot of pressure i'm feeling a lot of pressure for no good reason done well in my experience the best impression is often made when you're relaxed when you're doing the things that you enjoy doing because then you're going to attract people who have the same mindset right so you're saying I should sing the entire day of Les Mis every time, every period I get? Hmm. Do you want to sing it every period? No, I'm. I was trying to make it. Come on, I give her a little <laughs> push. <laughs> Rolls back in her chair a little bit. Look, you're gonna do great. Just be yourself, just like the doctor said, right? Right. Right. Okay, mom wants you downstairs for breakfast. By the way. <sighs> of course she does. Um, don't know how you're, don't know how you're gonna get there, Twinkle Toes. <laughs> I always find a way. Which point she stands up and stretches out and just kind of like still spreading her toes. Ah, oh, these are dry enough. All right, I'll join you guys down there in about five. I give her like a give her a little like tap and I run out. Kind of push her. Just like, don't you dare. <laughs> As you're about to like nearly knock her over as she's kind of standing on her heels before you dash out the door. Head downstairs. You can see that um, breakfast is made. Maybe not well, but you know what? It'll feed you. Yeah, just the basics. Uh, you see that your lunches are, are scattered a little bit as eventually your sister comes down as your mom kind of looks to her. Oh, uh, Renee, honey. Okay, great. Um, do you mind taking... Uh, your brother with you to, to, to school today? I've, I've really got to run. Renee just kind of looks at her and says, that's fine, mom. It's like, uh, good, good. Um, I, I, I made the both of you lunch, if, uh, if you like that, as Renee just kind of looks to you. It's fine. I'll, uh, grab some cafeteria food. You ready to go, kid? Can I, like, peek over? I, I'd love to peek over the counter or whatever and see what she's made. Uh, you can see that there's basically just sandwiches. There's like an apple and what looks to be like a bottle of water. No, I'll like, I'll like, 
uh, look at Renee and I'll give her like a look that's like, come on, she's trying. And I gra- as I grab the the luncheon. See, your mom kind of looks over to Renee like, are, are are you sure? Do you do you need do you need any money? I I can I can get some stuff to what is it to help you out? And Renee's like, it's fine, we're good. Come on, let's go. Kind of motioning over to you and begin walking out the door. Okay. Uh oh, hold on. And I I just like I run into like the den I guess where I keep my uh my Walkman and I put it in my fanny pack and I run out the door. Okay. As uh, your mom calls out, all right, love you, sweetie. Love you, Renee. You too, Ma. As the two of you head out through the door, you can see a, the uh, beat-up car that was, uh, what is it, set up for Renee when you guys moved here. Uh, you can see she hops into the driver's seat, kicks open the door for you. You can see that there's, uh, like, uh, candy wrappers kind of set up from, like, road trips that the two of you kind of took together. Uh, occasionally, like, uh, like, uh, like a canned pop, like cans of pop that were left there. All right. I like step in and I turn her and I'm like, clean much? And I put my feet up on the dashboard. (laughs) She just kind of just shakes her head. Man, you're sounding more like mom every day. Oh, don't you tell me that. (laughs) Don't worry. Don't worry. Pulls it into reverse. Well... Out of the frying pan, into the fire. And... Woo! Into the woods we go! <laughs> As you guys drive forward. Uh, doesn't take you guys particularly long. Maybe about five, six minutes to be able to get through the small amounts of traffic. You guys have traversed most of, of uh, Freeman for... Essentially, for the past summer that you've been here. Of course, you've like traveled through downtown being to matter hatter uh kind of viewing going up to Lilyview estates and seeing all the rich people houses uh but it's a very quaint section Goldacre, as you're kind of traveling aclo- across very every day like and there's a there's a certain level of calmness that always seems to kind of get to you as like, to a certain extent, as you're looking at all of these houses and the people who come to, like, uh, cut the grass and, like, get ready for their day, there's, like, a certain level of routine. There is an almost, an almost like, almost natural stasis to the whole thing. And it can be just very calming to just kind of, like, let your window down, let the music from the radio play, the wind in your face that you come across Kate Feldstein Secondary School. As you look at it, you can see that it's a two-story complex. Uh, You can see that there is a a large parking lot kind of set up off to the side. Uh, And you can see what looks to be just a whole swarm of kids getting in through the front door, the various entrances and exits. You can see that uh, there's a large football field out in the back. Uh, You can see that there are what looks to be various different, like almost like satellites kind of set up on various parts of the exterior. However, as you are approaching, I would like you, let's make this a mind empathize check. We will keep this consistent as 
managing your anxiety. One success. One success. Okay. You, as you're approaching, you can feel your heart beginning to beat faster, faster still. As there's a bunch of thoughts kind of going through your head, is anyone going to recognize you? Are people going to stop you in the middle of the hallway? Are people going to start poking at things that they shouldn't? As you once again go back to your affirmations, you kind of just focus and you calm your breathing as Renee parks her car, sets it up. All right, we're here. Ready? Uh, Olivia's got like both hand like his hand on the side of the thing like grip like didn't even realize subconsciously he was gripping it like white knuckled and kind of like looks at renee and the show must go on which point she as she sees your hand kind of gripping she just like very gently places a hand on your shoulder and just says remember once more into the breach dear friends i think that's how that line goes right you got it all right Let's do it. Uh, I'll see you at lunch. Yeah, yeah, of course. Which point she pushes open the door as you guys are welcomed into the madness of first day. As you all arrive at Kate Feldstein Secondary, you re- uh, pass through the front doors. The bell rings once for its five-minute warning for all of you. Uh, except for Baxter, who arrives maybe two minutes early, uh, along with Riley, as Riley just kind of pats you on the head, Baxter is like, all right, see you later. Don't do anything too stupid until I show up. And then just begins to walk off towards a class. Baxter kind of reaches to make like a witty comeback and then realizes he doesn't have one and the moment has passed and then kind of retreats back into himself. Uh, in which case, I need, I need Olivier to please make a mind investigate check. Nothing. You, for the life of you, can't find your first period class. <laughs> yep, that sounds about right. <laughs> uh, as the five minute bell rings, uh, a few moments keep going by, and you're trying to figure out the the system here. It's like. There's like a capital letter and then there's numbers and then the second bell rings signifying classes already begun. Is there anybody in the hallways aside from me? As you kind of look down a few hallways, you can see that there there are a few people kind of random students that are kind of all scattered around, numerous of them talking to each other uh, before you do see a figure come up the steps because it's because you've gone investigating the first floor now you're on the second floor as you can see that there is a uh a tall burly gentleman no hair on the top of his head like full suit seems to be very well done up uh kind of looking forward very bushy eyebrows kind of looks around all right who here doesn't have hall passes you can see a number of people just kind of look to him wide kind of looks over towards you Huh. I'm sorry, young man. I don't recognize you. <clears throat> uh, walk over to him. Uh, good, good, good. Hi. Um, 
Olivier Webster. I'm looking for my 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 first period um, English class. Uh, I don't know if you'd be able to tell me where B12 is. I know it's a vitamin. <laughs> oh, you're lost, my boy. That's totally all right. We're still, uh, well, freshmen here, they always have a hard time figuring out their first classes. Uh, so B12, you want to go downstairs to the left, keep following down the hallway, and it'll be the last door on the right-hand side. Last door on the left-hand side. Okay. Thank you. Um... Of course. And do keep in mind, for the future, hall pass required. Let you off with this one, because first day, we all get mixed up. But keep it in mind. Sure. Thanks. Thanks Thanks so much, Mr. Um, Mr. Uh... You can refer to me as Mr. Baldwin. I am Principal Baldwin here. Oh, shit. Um, I mean... <clears throat> Principal Baldwin, pleasure to meet you. Uh, hopefully, we won't run into each other again. And I bolt. <laughs> okay. You, as you hear from behind you, more wanderers. Let's see if we can figure this out. As you all head to your first classes, as for Olivier and Jennifer, you both arrive at room B12, uh... First period English, as uh, Jennifer, as you're kind of s- sitting down, you immediately look to who your teacher is. Very tall, slightly lanky gentleman, black hair, kind of uh, in a very slicked back, clean cut. Um, way too overdressed for like a public school teaching position, like full suit, kind of done up. Uh, would almost seem dapper if his clothes weren't one size too big for him. Uh, as you can see, uh, kind of these hawkish glasses set up on the front of his face. As you can see, uh, Mr. Cooper set up at the front as he looks forward. All right, everyone. A pleasure to have you all here. I personally myself am Mr. David Cooper. Mr. Cooper shall do fine. All of you, I suppose, have done the summer reading? Yes? I'm taking your silence as a yes. But before we get to our first analysis and breakdown, we do want to establish up front our attendance. Please let it be known that I enforce a strict attendance, for that is the only way of learning. I pride myself on a proper teaching environment and a proper learning environment. And you shall learn that I am very strict with such things. So we'll start by going down the list. As he begins to say something, this is about the point that Olivier enters through the door. As you can see, this gentleman look towards you. I'm sorry. A latecomer, huh? Yes, I'm so sorry. It's my first day. Um, Mr. Cooper, was it? It's everyone else's first day, and it seems that everyone else has found the class perfectly fine. Please do not let it happen again. Yep. Sure thing. Find, like, the closest open desk. Just beeline. Uh, kind of goes down through uh, attendance. 
which point kind of looking down. All right, we've got, uh, oh, Jennifer Williams. Good to see you again, Jennifer. Oliver Webster. Single hand raised. Ah, yes, you. All right. Well, uh, I believe before we get started, we are going to have a... Which point you guys hear as you hear from the announcements. Oh, oh, hey, 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 everybody. Hey, welcome to the first day at Kate Feldstein Secondary School. Woo! We're uh, we're happy to welcome freshmen uh, to their first day here. And all of you familiar folks, uh, welcome back. Um <clears throat> seems it's as the uh main kind of microphone is being jiggled around a little bit so everyone uh please uh head down to the gymnasium where we're going to be having our uh morning announcements uh live for for everyone to welcome everyone to the first day here uh which point uh mr cooper kind of looks all right all right to it then everyone line up everyone gets into single file and you guys are led very quickly with a constantly persistent mr cooper just kind of poking you guys along the way faster faster i'm gonna uh not hurry as much as possible just to annoy him a little uh he doesn't say anything because what the hell is a teacher going to say that you're not moving fast enough? Uh, but you can see him just kind of like flare his nostrils a little bit, get a little bit flush as he's just like quickly, quickly as from each one of your classes, everyone finds themselves swelled into the uh, main gymnasium into the main assembly hall where three of you see some familiar faces as you kind of look around, see some uh, kids that you've gone to classes with in the past. Uh, but for Olivier, all of it fresh and new, uh, you can see that on the main stage, there looks to be uh, one familiar face. As you see the bald-headed gentleman, uh, Principal Baldwin, standing at a podium with a small microphone. Beside him, you can see what looks to be a relatively small woman uh, what looks to be like a pink pantsuit uh, with a white shirt underneath this black hair kind of look uh, look up towards him kind of whispering and like uh, offering him papers. You look up towards the stage and see what you guess to be the rest of the members of faculty as they're all kind of sitting in chairs, kind of looking down towards the crowd. Uh, after a few minutes pass of just having to awkwardly sit in uh, the chairs and the numerous um what the hell are those called bleachers the uh having having to sit in the rollout bleachers uh you hear a boom 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 as you all see principal baldwin set up just kind of tapping at the microphone well hello everyone pleasure to have you all here today i myself am principal baldwin it is wonderful to have you all here bright and early for your first day here at Kate 
Feldstein Secondary School. As the principal looks down towards you all, we are very excited to have you all here with us today. This will be the first step in your higher education learning. We would first like to introduce uh, some basic rules and uh, other things to keep in mind. As he goes through the basics, don't run in the hallway, don't have any individuality, you know, you know, the, the usual old shit. After about a half an hour of just droning on about all this, you hear him go, and uh, before we move on to our uh, next uh, section, we have a special announcement at the end of our uh announcement cycle here but we wish to have uh a very notable member of our community uh come up and say a few words about uh public safety as we have um sheriff mccafferty uh here to uh say hello to everyone uh sheriff uh, as you can see a relatively tall brawn looking dude uh definitely proud uh at this point, probably in his early early to mid-50s, slight paunch up front, uh, got the whole, like, sheriff's hat, uh, like the metal, the beige uniform, kind of stepping forward as he leans down. Uh, he slightly towers over uh, Principal Baldwin as he kind of has to lean down. Thank you, um, Principal Baldwin. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, <clears throat> we just want to emphasize uh, some public safety considerations. Uh, you know, kids, you guys are coming to be adults now and we're expecting you to act that way. Uh, so please keep in mind to uh not speed around places to uh keep your eyes out uh stranger danger you know uh if there's a fire make sure to uh follow standard protocols uh and most notably from last year uh we will be cracking down much harder on acts of vandalism here at the school uh whether it be trash cans being set on fire, uh, TP raids, graffiti, all of the such, uh, we will be taking that very seriously this year. Uh, we're, uh, we're not kidding around guys anymore. We're, uh, you're expected to be adults and we're going to start treating you like it, uh, both for the good and the bad. So, um, keep this in mind. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, Thank you. He kind of just steps back and then Principal Baldwin comes up. Thank you once again, Sheriff McCafferty. Next up, we want to announce uh, our special Spirit Week events happening all throughout this week. Uh, we want to make sure everyone is brimming with school pride uh, for our Falcons. Uh, we will be having our first football game at the end of this week and we can be more than excited make sure to wear your school colors uh and be ready for one heck of a week and evening on friday night lastly we have 
very exciting development here. We, as part of the community at large, uh, have had numerous growth and influence because of the Freeman Institute of Experimental Physics, as I'm sure you everyone is aware, uh, as well as numerous of our graduates went on to head over to MIT, as well as the Wild College of Advanced Physics here in town, uh, and we can not be more proud of them. Thus, we have teamed up with the engineers at MIT, and also with Rick's Energy Factory just outside of town, and we want to thank everyone involved uh, to bring you a brand new level of learning. We are happy to announce our first Android teacher. Uh, professor, if you wish to come out, as you can see that there is a somewhat, it's a humanoid robot. You can see that the hands, neck, face seem to all be this like pale plating with what looks to be circuitry, bright blue lights kind of shining underneath. Uh, but you can see that the figure seems to be wearing like a tweed jacket uh, and a vest with what look to be some sort of pants and shoes as it kind of moves forward, but it's a little bit, it's a little bit rigid as it walks. Uh, it's not exactly human in a lot of ways. It doesn't hit uncanny valley level where it's like disturbing to look at. Like it's clearly a robot, uh, you, but it's a very human-like figure. You can see that the jaw like fully unhinges. You can see that there are eyes, there's nose, uh, bald head, kind of these light blue glowing eyes. Uh, kind of set forward as it just kind of walks on stage uh, as it comes up to next next to Mr. Baldwin doesn't speak through the microphone but everyone can hear hello my name is Cognizance I8 it's a pleasure to meet you uh, the Cognizance uh, I8 is uh, the top of the line in engineering prowess uh, and is used all around the world uh, for numerous positions, whether it be education or dipl diplomacy in areas that might otherwise be unfit for human uh, presence in the long term. Uh, and we were very lucky to have the funding from N MIT to build one of our own. If you would like to speak to the professor, he will be instructing uh, this year's biology program and studies. Uh, and we are very happy to welcome him to the faculty. Baxter, in kind of a moment of nervous inspiration, kind of slinks into his chair a little bit, and cups his mouth and says, You two look like twins! As the crowd just kind of begins to snicker a little bit, as Prince Principal Baldwin immediately turns towards, uh, towards you, Baxter. You see the Cognizance I-8 just kind of turns in your direction. I'm sorry, I don't understand. I do not look like anything like Mr. Baldwin. I've thrown my hand up into... I forgot we were a podcast. Jenny throws her hand up into the air, <laughs> like asking to be called upon. Uh, Mr. Baldwin just kind of looks, I'm sorry we're not taking questions as the cognizance immediately turns and goes, Yes, can I be of assistance? What do we call you? You may refer to me 
as the professor. As Mr. Baldwin just kind of turns, all right, everyone, uh, thank you very much. We will be concluding today's uh, speech activities. Please return back to your classes uh, to begin study in full. Which point the bell rings uh, and you are all sent off into your various directions. Uh, however, as Olivier and Jennifer, as you guys are heading off to class, you do hear, Oh, wait, wait a moment, please. As you both turn and see Mr. Cooper standing behind here. Uh, yes. Olivier? That's your name, right? Good. Uh, Jennifer, I have received notice from, uh, the office that you are to be uh mr webster's uh student guardian for the day oh don't know if we we need that's necessary she has numerous classes with you she will give you uh the rundown of what it's like to be a student here at uh at kate feldstein and uh be able to show you to your classes and other sorts of the like kind of like a babysitter uh Anything else, Mr. Cooper? That's it. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Walk away. <laughs> you as well, Miss Williams. You as well. Okay, loser. Come on. That guy's like a tool, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. So he's the worst. Jeez. Oh my gosh. I'm a... Uh, you, you don't have to call me the whole the whole name, by the way. Olivia is fine. Okay, Olivia. What is that, French? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Okay. Oh, what's our what's our what's our next class? <laughs> uh, you find your agenda as uh, the two of you are heading off to uh, history with um, Mrs. Vega. Uh, as we cut away from you two, uh, heading off towards your class, as we, with the ring of the bell, arrive in a classroom with both Baxter and kit as the two of you sit you uh kind of look to your schedule and see that you are both uh in second period biology from which you guys immediately encounter as the final bell rings the humanoid form of the professor enters slightly jarring kind of following behind the last student as the figure kind of gets behind the desk and just turns to you all thank you all very much for coming on time and in full attendance i shall now be going through name by name to ensure everyone is here which point kind of pulls out an opening folder Begins running down names. Irene Henderson. Here. Jared Langford. Here. Uh, which point kind of looks down the list and you can see he stops. Kathleen Carrington. Here. Uh, it, it's Kit, though. If you don't mind. Kit. You can see he just stares at you. Kit. Or Kathleen could also work, too. There's just this moment of silence. Your name is Kathleen, but you would prefer Kit. Would you like to 
authorize this change? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, and I look around kind of at my classmates and I say, I authorize this change. Wonderful. You shall now be referred from me as Kit. And then just continues going down the list. Everyone else just kind of being like, sure, sure. Just kind of very quickly running to the very end. Wonderful. Thank you all so much for closing the book. We shall be beginning our itinerary today with cellular biology. We shall begin with these following basic breakdowns, just the most monotone shit the entire way through. Baxter kind of leans over to whoever is next to him, whether it's Kit or otherwise. He pulls out a, a straw he's been fiddling with that he swiped from the cafeteria at one point, bundles up a little bit of paper and puts it in, prepares a spitball, and uh, goes... Kit rolls her eyes. Uh, very interesting. Okay. Uh, wait, who are you aiming at? You're aiming at the professor? Uh, the, 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 the ro- robot boy. Ro- Roboprof. Make a... Please make a tinker check. Um, I, I guess for a little bit of universal context is this a supremely odd thing to see like should we be flabbergasted or are kind of automatons kind of like you know you can't go to your local deli and maybe there's one working there or uh so as far as robots that operate for some sort of like agricultural purpose or some sort of like business purpose they're relatively normal like you might occasionally see a like tilling bot that goes into the farmer's fields and is begins like tilling up the earth. It is very rare to see androids. I'll say make a man. It's going to be so many mind comprehend checks, but this is the best one I can think of for history. Uh, well, I have achieved no successes. So if there's anything moderately interesting, I will hear it. If there's anything more so, I mean, and androids, they're kind of cool. You've never seen one before. That was about it. Cool. As most beautiful beautiful things in this world are, let's ruin it. So I'm going to shoot some spitballs at it, or one at least. Okay. Uh, so in which case, uh, Tinker Tech check. Hey, I got one success. One success. Uh, Kit, as you're looking to Baxter beside you, the straw, as the tiny little spitball just boom, impacts the professor in the back of the head, the professor does not seem to respond at all. Okay, that is kind of funny. <laughs> Gonna take another swing at that one. Gonna take another spit of that. Just see what happens. No successes this time around. You, you're pushing, you're trying to breathe into the straw, but it's just getting clogged. Is anyone able to define for me what a lysosome is? Kind of turns and looking around. Anyone? Thus I shall call upon you randomly. Kit. Lysosomes contain ribosomes. Introversal. What other functions do lysosomes perform? Um, I kind of like look around. Uh, nobody's really giving me any hints. Um, sorry, Professor. I, I don't know. That's all right. Perhaps... It just stops. Shakes his head. Very sorry, kitty cat. We shall uh, move on to the next section. 
I look over at Baxter, and I was like, did you hear that? Don't think he authorized that one. I kind of, I punch him in the arm. Hey. As the professor just kind of looks to the board. Kitty cat. It seems I have lost my place. Which point the bell rings. We shall continue with cellular biology. Uh, come next class. Thank you all so much for your attendance. What's the vibe in the classroom throughout this period? Everyone is just kind of on a state of just like, it's a little awkward for the most part. Yeah, uh, I was gonna, like, uh, all right, hey, one more thing I gotta try. <clears throat> I'm gonna go over to the professor and kind of, um, excuse me, uh, professor. Yes. I think there was um, a bit of a mistake in our uh, rapport. Um, I actually go by the name um, <clears throat> Master Beerhead, and I would like to authorize you to call me that at all times, please. It's kind of squints a little bit. I'm afraid that name has some untoward language within. Do you have an alternative that you might prefer? Is it the master part? I know we're reading about some of the implications of uh, that word. Um, is, is, is that the issue? Because I can maybe call, go by Lord Beerhead. Beerhead. Mm, I'm afraid that there are a few words in there that contain language that would be unauthorized here at school. Is there another alternative you would prefer? Uh, do, you have, do you maybe have a, sug a suggestion? Uh, if you don't agree with these, I'll take something nice. Yes, you. your name is Baxter. Perhaps Bax. Or Tur. Tur. Or Tur. You would like to call me Tur during classroom time. You offered suggestions, yes. People usually have an acronym within their own name. Is that not the case? Can I call you prof then or esser i am unsure about the nature of this authorization but i can double check it sure all right i shall double check with principal baldwin to see if it is all right if you refer to me as prof thank you prof kind of slink out of the room kind of shoot a look back again you know kind of make um kind of a shocked a shocked face uh, like, uh, can you believe that just worked kind of face as the wheels begin to turn my head of the uh, potential mischief that can be achieved with um, these newfound revelations during this period of time. And that is where we're going to call it off for this part of the episode. I know a little bit frustrating, but I promise it's going to be for the best. Part two of this episode will be coming out tomorrow, so make sure to keep an eye out for that. Get all of your board game news at thebagofloot.com. Get all of your board game needs from threekingsloot.com. If you like this series, make sure to check us out on YouTube, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And that's about it. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time.